Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. Amy and I are so excited. We say this every single week, but so excited for this episode because it's a topic that is like a pain point for us, right, Amy? (laughs) Biggest pain point ever. (laughs) Today we have two amazing, amazing guests because we want to talk about marketing and specifically social media marketing for professionals. So for Amy and I, when we first started our firm, we looked at each other and we were like, um, okay, <laughs> what are we going to do on social media? We had both, you know, had experience with Instagram and Facebook through direct sales company that we were involved in. So we had done some social media on our own platforms, but we didn't know how we wanted to present, present ourselves as a firm because we didn't want to come off as like stuffy lawyers because it's so not us. But at the same time, we wanted to be professional, but authentic. So we were having a really, really difficult time trying to figure out like how to navigate that. And I came to know our two guests, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursa, long time ago through the direct sales company that we were involved in. I had seen Melanie speak on stage. And in, I believe it was January of 2019, when Melanie and Katie opened up their company, Chic Influencer, I knew how great they were. And I want to tell you this so you understand that these aren't like two women we just like found on Instagram. Like we, <laughs> we personally have watched them grow their businesses, watched them on social media. So we knew that they knew what they were doing. So I joined their community in Chic Influencer and, you know, did all their trainings and all their live trainings were amazing. And it was almost a year ago. I was on one of the live trainings and I think it was with Melanie and somebody there mentioned that they had another company that did marketing for professionals. I think that's how they phrased it. And I was like, wait, what? They have a company that deals with, I was like so excited about it. So I remember I private messaged Melanie uh, during the training. I was like, what was the name of that company again? And she told me and I immediately messaged Amy. I was like, Amy. (laughs) We need to find out what this is, figure out how to work with them because we need help. So they have helped us so tremendously with our social media marketing. So I'm happy to introduce to you today, Melly Mitro and Katie Ursa, and I'm just asking them to introduce themselves because I would love for them to tell you a little bit about themselves. Sure. Well, that's quite an intro. Thank you, (laughs) Laura. It's so exciting to be here. My name is Katie. I am part of the dynamic duo that is Chic Influencer and Chic Way Media. It's actually a company Melanie and I started, really it was what, three years ago, Mel, is when we kind of got those post-it notes out. And we realized that a lot of women through, through the direct sales space had asked us how we scaled. 
They wanted to know the specifics of how we grew our business, how we grow our Instagram, how we market through social media. And to both Melanie and I, it was something that we were so familiar with. And both of us have a background in, in teaching Melanie psychology, myself, education, that it just was a no-brainer to branch off and to start teaching other women how to really take control of their income and their impact. And so starting Chic Influencer a couple years was just so much fun to really start to see women like you, Laura and Amy, like just to start to have those light bulb moments where mm -hmm. it's simple. It does not have to be complicated. And so that's really where we're going to, I think, take our conversation today, which I'm really excited about. You know, and we started, I'm Melanie Mitro, by the way. Hi, friends. Um, <laughs> thanks for having us here. But, you know, we started Cheek Influencer three mm -hmm. years ago, and it was community, some small business coaching. You know, we have some mentorship programs that we run, mm -hmm. but then we started to see this need for people that are professionals, right? So like chiropractors and lawyers and, you know, just small business owners that again, like the two of you are like, I don't even know how to get a social media presence. Like where mm -hmm. do I even begin? And so that's when we created Chicway Media. You know, we created another arm to our business because we have that knowledge and expertise. We are the, we are the creatives. If you would sit down with Katie and I, and you would start to tell us about your business, you would actually start to see the fireworks going off yeah, in our yeah. brains. Like we, that we're naturally creative. We have natural marketing brains. We know exactly what to put out there that is going to get the person on the other side of the computer screen or the phone screen to respond. And that is genuinely what we love to do. And so it's been fun to watch Chicway Media and Chic Influencer really come to life and be able to serve people regardless of what their, of what their business actually is. So, so yeah, so we're excited. We're excited to be here. And like Katie said, we don't necessarily come with like tons of years of marketing experience, you know, <laughs> for the past 10 years we've been doing this, but we have really taught ourselves from the ground up how to scale and grow three. It is three businesses now. Yeah. Three businesses and an incredible amount of, and I know followers isn't everything, but obviously people are following you personally and your businesses because you put out content that they want to see. So when it comes to professionals, I want to start with what are some of the common mistakes that you see? professionals yeah. making um, on social media. I'm sure there are many. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like number one, we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace because what we often find is when people, professionals go into marketing on social media, that isn't their sweet spot. That isn't necessarily where they want to be spending their time. They just feel that they need to be putting an emphasis on there because that's what other people have taught them to do. Uh, you need to post on me social media. You need to share about your products and your services. You, you know, fill in the blank with whatever they've been told. And so I think a little bit of grace is the first thing we need to kind of acknowledge. But when it comes mm -hmm. to common mistakes, let's just bring it to the light. So one of the first things that I often see people do with great intention is that they want to tell people all about their business, all about their services, all about the goods that they have to offer. But what they often forget to do is actually ask people about their needs. Mm -hmm. 
And so they'll often put out information and they'll put up, you know, an, a, a recent, and I'll just use a chiropractor for an example about a certain type of adjustment he does or why you need to come to his practice or what he specializes in and what he sells in his office. But if he would almost take a step back and think, okay, my ideal client, when they come into the office, what is the greatest problem that I can resolve for them? And mm-hmm. how can I show that on social media? So it might be that as a chiropractor, most of the people who come into your office, they actually have horrible posture because they sit in a chair all day and maybe they sit cross-legged Indian, um, cross-legged Indian style, whatever you call it. I think about that because I do that. My hips are really bad because of it. And I think, wow, what a great idea to give a piece of content that actually offers advice to people who are sitting wrong in their chair. What a great piece of content to actually suggest types of chairs that are better for posture. What a great post that you could do if you actually taught people how to move throughout the day versus being stagnant all day, how to build those rests or help movement into your day. Mm -hmm. And so as a marketer, what I see is people telling me their services instead of addressing the problem head on and saying, here is how I solve the problem so that the potential consumer will want to go in the doors of their chiropractic office. That's one. No, why don't you give them another one? And then another common mistake that we see too is that people just open their doors for business and they immediately at at the first post that they make, they're selling. And so we want to make sure that we're actually creating some engagement too, right? We need to make sure that before we're asking for the sale, before we're asking for people to sign up, that we're actually building trust. And a lot of that comes from number one, it's actually telling people your story. It's telling people who you are. So yes, while I am, you know, using the chiropractor as an example, you know, yes, while I am a chiropractor and I have all of these credentials behind my name and the number of years of experience, people want to know about you. They want to know who the person is sort of behind the actual logo of the company. So it's not just about like, I'm asking for a sale, but it's like, this is who I am, right? And, and it's adding the value in there as well, like what Katie said. So it's giving that free advice because when people give, when they feel that they've been given advice, their wall comes down and the trust begins to be built. So I can't tell you how many Instagram accounts that I have found that are just local to Pittsburgh that I will follow and that I will say I'm interested in that service, but I'll keep watching their Instagram account and they give great advice about whatever it is that I'm interested in. And then all of a sudden I feel like I trust them. I feel like they're legit. They've, they've given testimonials. They've showed some how to some tutorials. They've given other relevant content that sort of it complements what they do. And now I'm like, those are the people I want to go to because I know that they are passionate about what they do. I know that they know what they're talking about. They're professionals and I really relate to them and I vibe with them. And so we have to remember that creating that community, that engagement online is really, really important because that's what allows the sales part of it to happen quite naturally, right? And flow. So I really think that's another key part as well. And I know we have 
one more too to share. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that one because it's like the law of reciprocity, right? So if someone does good for you, you want, you're like, Oh, I want to get you back. Like, I want to like help you out. Like I want to do the same. And so on social media, when you feel as the marketer, if you're marketing a service or a product that you, that you have or whatever it might be, and you make people feel a certain way, they're more likely going to want to reciprocate that feel. Mm -hmm. And so when you do put out your service or your product or whatever it is that you're marketing, they're going to take another look at it and go, maybe I do need this. Maybe I am interested in this. They've done so much for me already. I'm more likely going to um, want to be a part of that. But Mm -hmm. let's talk about number three. And this one's pretty key. And this has to be for people who are all about abundance mindset. So I don't know how many lawyers there are in the world, Laura and Amy, but I venture to guess there's quite a few. Am I right? Right? Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. And I venture to guess that you don't all practice the same law. Is that right? And I venture to guess that you probably all have a different approach to how you do law, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I venture to guess that you recommend certain lawyers for certain people based on your personal experience and what you think of them, right? 100%. Right. So there's no shortage of lawyers. However, there is a shortage of really good service. And so when we do not separate ourselves from others in the marketplace by tooting our own horn a little bit, we are doing ourselves an incredible disservice. So when you think of Laura and Amy, and I remember talking to both of you about how you don't want to come off as that stuffy lawyer, how you wanted it to be fun, how you wanted it to be a little bit different than how other people were doing law. When I think about that, your marketing on social media should reflect how you really feel about it. So there's a spark of personality that has to come out, but there's also an ideal client that knows that you would serve them well. And so a couple things need to be really placed out very out front is number one, there has to be a flair of your personality that's going to separate you from other people. Number two, you have to be clear about the type of client you can help. And I think about locally, even for Melanie and I, we, we do know a couple different chiropractors. We have a couple that we work with through Chicway Media. And in that space, there's a chiropractor on every corner. I mean, it doesn't take you very far like to know that you could go get you know, adjusted anywhere. But what does separate them is how they serve people and who they serve. So one chiropractor might also give a really holistic approach to overall wellness. Whereas another one might be more of a doctor who's just going to have you go in and get adjusted, tell you very black and white, here are some things that you can work on at home. And you want to think about what's the experience that I offer people? What is the actual experience that I want to offer people? Because that experience needs to come out on your social media. It needs to be a part of how you serve and that needs to be evident. So with number three, it's that the biggest mistake I see people make is we, they just don't separate themselves from others in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I actually love that last point because I remember that conversation with you guys distinctly and I mm-hmm. take this away. This is one of the biggest takeaways. Katie, you said this to Laura and I, that whenever you have dealt with attorneys before you would walk out of like a meeting and be like, wait, what, what just happened? What did they just say? And why do I feel really 
like stupid for asking the questions <laughs> I did or like, should I have known that already? Yeah. And mm-hmm. for us, you know, we can talk about legal topics all day long. Like the conversations Laura and I have, we can get really high level on things and we can get really technical and legalese is thrown out all over the place. But when it comes to our clients, we know that there's this dividing line where we have to say, or am I educating my client? Am I informing them? Do they leave my mm. office saying, wow, I totally get what our plan is. I know what our strategy is. How do we move forward from there? And because of that advice that you gave us, we started implementing that in the way that we wanted to show up on social media. We yeah. wanted our audience to click on you know, a post that says, what's an operating agreement? Mm. And then leave that post saying, shoot, I think I need one for my business, right? <sighs> we wanted that, to, we wanted to give that free value to our audience because that's sometimes they don't know whether or not they can just ask a lawyer and what kind yeah. of response they get. Right. And I also love that you guys have made it a safe place for them to go and collect information before they might even know if they need a lawyer. So if I need some basic information about some things that I'm like, I don't even know the right question to ask. I trust that if I go to your Instagram account that I'm going to receive that so that in the future, if I do need those services, I kind of have already armed myself with a little bit of information and I never felt stupid for going to your grid to look for it. I love that you've made it so easy and that definitely is something that separates you from very likely other lawyers out there as well, as well as the fact that you guys aren't stuffy at all. So I really do. (laughs) Thank you. If I went into a meeting with you, I feel like we'd be friends versus like what just happened, (laughs) you know? So I love that. Yeah. And that's how we want people to feel. But, and I think it's so hard though. Like one of the struggles we had was wanting to show up authentically, you know, and not stuffy on social media, but also wanting to stay professional and that fear of if I'm showing up as me, who's really not stuffy at all, am I going to look unprofessional? Do you, Mm -hmm. have you, you know, heard about those fears with other professionals that you deal with or other clients. It's so hard to walk that line. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, absolutely. And I, but I feel like that when you have the right mix, right? So you have that healthy mix of sure you present yourself well. And we were having this conversation earlier today, right? You know, we have these big contracts that we sign, we serve these large companies and we train their organizations on social media. And one of the big things is, you know, we show up in that space with, with our best foot forward, you know, our, our T's are crossed, our I's are dotted. We've got the right punctuation we've got the right grammar, you know, we're showing up in that light and in that setting, very professional, making sure that we know and we're confident about what we're talking about. But also we know that what really makes the concept sink and what makes people trust us is that we do tell a little bit of our personal stories as well. Right. And when we talk about where we started or the biggest mistakes we made or how we didn't have a large following when we began to build our business, right? When we share those stories that sort of leave us a little bit vulnerable, it actually does, it builds trust. People Mm -hmm. see a little bit of themselves in us and they, their trust level goes up and people don't they don't buy necess- they don't buy your service right for your service right they people buy you 
They buy you. They buy who you are, what you stand for, and why you do what you do, right? And that's the most important thing to remember as a business owner is that you're really selling your, yourself, right? You're really selling yourself and people need to get to know you because that's the ultimate connector. And people are always looking for a connection. And when they feel that human connection, then everything else falls into place. And isn't that interesting too? I mean, you, Laura, when you were saying about that, it's the struggle between being professional and being authentic or inauthentic. But then you and I have talked about this and both Katie and Melanie, you guys preach this all over your social media. You, the people that are meant to be your clients or your customers will be attracted to you and they will find mm -hmm. you if you are your authentic self. And mm -hmm. so the biggest way that you guys have helped us is to really focus us and guide us to how to show up professionally and authentically and in line so that the clients that we want to serve really will come to that door. They, they will see that door open and, and say, you know, here we are. We, we, we need your help specifically because yeah. we show up as ourselves. Yeah. We have this cheat sheet. So from with the days when I was a teacher, I would teach author's purpose. And I mean, they learn this, kids learn this in like second grade, but I remember even teaching it up until seventh grade. And the author's purpose for writing was an acronym. We would use the acronym PIES. Mm -hmm. And P was for persuade. I was for inform. E was for entertain. S was for share thoughts and feelings. And so no matter your industry, you have to use that acronym a little bit because the purpose for you creating content is always going to serve your audience some slice of pie. So you're mm -hmm. either going to serve them with reasons that you can serve them well. So you're persuasive, how you serve them, what to expect when you serve them, what to expect when they show up in your office, what to expect through the experience of working with you, what makes you a little bit different. You're going to inform them. You guys do a phenomenal job, especially on your grid of showing people informative mm -hmm. content that helps them understand law when they may not want to ask the questions. Entertaining right. is another piece of content that you can create that also creates a connection. Right now on social media, a great way for anyone to use this is the Reels feature. Reels shows a connection. A lot of them are entertaining. I think yeah. we can all admit we've gone down the rabbit hole just a little bit <laughs> when it comes to Reels as well. And then share yeah. thoughts and feelings is a really great way for you to really capture the attention of your audience by sharing something that you yourself are passionate about, but also shows people how you would, sh how you would be able to serve them through your mm -hmm. own thoughts and feelings. So for example, again, with a chiropractor who might have some holistic beliefs, they might be sharing some of the, their thoughts on holistic versus traditional medications. So in those cases, when you think about that, you're really also putting yourself out there in a, in a way that's different than other people in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to kind of share that piece of it because I do think asking yourself, what's the purpose of this piece of content before you post it is really key to helping you align your content to your overall mission and mission of your company. Yeah. That is something that you both and Alyssa, who manages our account, who's phenomenal, have really helped us mm. with. So now we've gotten it down to you know, every month we have a topic and with every post, like Amy and I will sit down at the end of every month and talk about the upcoming month and say, okay, what do we want to talk about next month? What is the purpose of this? What information do we want to get out there? Because that's something that I wasn't mm. good at thinking about. Like what mm -hmm. is the purpose? There has to be a purpose behind 
what you're yeah. posting. That's been huge for us. Yep. And you know, what's really cool is when you see that your purpose of what you're posting on social media aligns to your bottom line and you're yeah. like, dang, I got my numbers. Like I got where <laughs> I wanted to be by the end of the month. And I know it has something to do with writing purposeful content. Yeah. That's when you really feel your sweet spot. Right. Right. It really, really matters. Um, so that's been incredibly helpful. What would your top tips be for professionals who are trying to figure out how they should market or go about marketing on social media? It's overwhelming. Mm. Uh, like where to even start, right? Where to begin. Um, so the first thing is you really have to say to yourself, well, where, where are my people at? Where is my audience spending their most, most of their time? So, you know, we look at our, is your, your network is professional. So you're on LinkedIn because that is where your ideal target client is going to be spending their time, right? If you do have, you know, sort of a younger clientele, I mean, Instagram really at this point is for everyone. Grandmas are on there and then there's people, you know, my kids age that are on there too, right? So you really do have that wide variety and Facebook tends to be your older crowd, right? It tends to be a little bit of our older generation, but you really want to say like, who's my ideal consumer? And I think it's important that you kind of pick one platform, one, maybe two at the most to start with and to really get good at that, to master that that specific platform and it's really about posting consistently right so initially it is okay you know we can overanalyze it but we just we got to get it out there we have to say this is my business this is what I stand for. If you say, I'm going to go with Instagram, we've got to commit to that. And then we have to say, I can commit to Monday, Wednesday, Friday post, right? Maybe it's three days a week. Maybe you're going to go for five days a week, but then you start to sort of plan it out. I'm going to focus on creating a community and cultivating my brand awareness on this specific platform first. And then once you really master that and you get good at it, right? That repetition, it starts to have a little bit more organically and naturally mm -hmm. and you can add facebook right then you can say well i'm going to take the same post but i'm also going to put it on facebook and just make sure i tag it correctly based on where it is and then you can expand your reach but when we try to do everything at once when we're trying to do email marketing and facebook and instagram and linkedin and youtube we are putting ourselves in so many places that we never really stand out in one so I think that's key. I mean, and the second thing, shameless plug, just hire Chicway Media to run your social media and then you don't have to do it at all. You know, so if you're really like, I don't have time for it, but I know that it's an essential part of my business's success. I mean, that is why we created the service was because we wanted business owners to do their job. We wanted them to stay in their sweet spot, but we wanted to take care of the marketing. And so that is another option. You know, if you're, if you're saying like, you know, I need to get started, but I just, I don't even have the time to do it. This is wow. literally the best money we spend every month. <laughs> the best money. It, it is. We say that to each other all the time. And you know what? It, it came at the perfect time. I'm not kidding you. When we started our firm last fall and I was about to go on maternity leave, quote unquote, and have my baby, I was like, Laura, how am I going to do all the things like have a, have a newborn business? market ourselves on social media like where do we begin and we we both knew we wanted to blog we wanted to have a presence we wanted to be educators and informers as attorneys like that's just the way that we wanted to practice law and mm -hmm. so when it, laura messaged me i'll never forget she'd be like amy 
Melanie and Katie have a media company that helps market. <laughs> like, Yay! <laughs> the awesome. conference, like, let's get the meeting going and let's do this, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. And it is the best investment that we made into our business because we see it. We see it come to life every single week. We see it on a monthly basis. We see the feedback we're getting. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. It's incredible to see it come to life. Yeah. Very cool. Katie, do you have, what would your top tip be? Mm, Okay. I would encourage you to create an elevator pitch because your elevator pitch is actually the staple of the story that people will follow you for on social media and come back for and want to hear consistently. People want to hear the same message over and over. When you sound like a broken record, you're literally doing it right. You're actually doing it right. And so what I encourage people to do who maybe struggle with the creative side of things. So professionally, you're, you're in your element and you're in your zone. Maybe you really love systems or you love organization or you love numbers and you're like social media, like I have to create reels. Like what do I have to do? The first thing that you should do is actually create your pitch. And that elevator pitch is really simple. Your formula is where you were before your business. What was the defining moment that drew you to like create a business or a nonprofit or whatever it is that you're a part of? And what's the impact your business makes for other people? And you put that into a story format. We're not talking about like seven page narrative. We're talking about like five or six sentences, like just that part of it. And you repeat that story almost every week. You Mm -hmm. repeat it over and over and over again. And in some way, you're going to tweak it a little bit as you go. But in some way, as you tell your story, it's going to relate to people. It's going to connect with people. And it isn't so much one part of it, but it's the entire formula where you're saying, this is who I was before. This Mm -hmm. is what made me decide to make a change or create this service for other people. And this is the impact it's having on other people where people can go, dang, I need a piece of that. That is who I want to go to. And your words, the way you say them, the way you speak them, the way you show up with them, that is what gets people to buy into your service or the experience or the product that you offer. Yeah. And it's so funny because I would think the opposite. Like, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I don't want to keep repeating myself, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll say one more thing, and this is always the analogy that I give. Again, a teacher, this is just what I do. I always think of like going to a bakery by my mom's house and they have the legit best thumbprint cookies in the world. And I know we're all about wellness and I get that, but I don't want to be about wellness for a few minutes. So I'm going to be about the thumbprint cookie. When I go to this bakery, I want the thumbprint cookie. And while I'm in there, I might grab like a blueberry muffin or I might grab a scone and enjoy those things. But I remember on one occasion, because this is a real bakery, going to that bakery and they no longer sold the thumbprint cookies. And I was like, well, I'm out. I I came here for the thumbprint. Mm -hmm. When people come to your social media, they usually come for a very specific reason. And if you stop giving that to people, they're not going to come back. And even when it comes to the pitch, what you share, and I think of Melanie always telling the story of not having a supportive husband. She tells that story consistently over and over again. And she does sound like a broken record to maybe herself, but to other people, they like, 
I get that. I see that. And at just the right moment, at just the right time, somebody is going to say, I need a little bit of what she has. And it is tested, tried and true. It's marketing 101. It's product placement. It's saying the same thing over and over until somebody goes, oh, I need that. Mm -hmm. Right. You do have to have that part. And the pitch is a really great message to put on replay. Right. You are both so great at what you do. Phenomenal marketers. <laughs> so are you but, guys. But one thing I love about you both is that you can tell that you you genuinely care about the people that you're serving. The, mm-hmm. the content that you put out on social media, every time we've met with you, you know, when we've had monthly meetings for our social media and stuff like that, you genuinely care about the people that you're serving. So before we conclude today, I want you to talk a little bit about the virtual summit that you're hosting because Katie, when you explained to us, you know, why you had this idea, it's just another example of, of how you care about the people that you serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the message that I sent to Melanie was don't kill me. I know we're busy. I know we're doing a lot, but it actually, first of all, it started because of a conversation that I overheard. I was at a deck hockey game and one of the moms was there and you could actually see physically that she was just upset, that she was worked up, that she was, something was really, really bothering her. And she was talking to another mom and I was kind of in the circle, kind of not like I was kind of doing a side conversation, but I heard her say, there's no way out. I don't know what else to do. I'm stuck. I have to. Mm-hmm. And I won't get into the specifics of what it was, but I can tell you she felt like she was really stuck in a position of her job that she felt like there was no way out because she'd been in it for so long. She'd been climbing that ladder for so long. She, she'd been there for so long that she really felt like there wasn't an option. And in my heart, I was like, yes, there is. And I'm living proof. I was the girl who was like, I just want to get the groceries paid for because I'm so tired of Thursday night fights over a budget Excel sheet. And I was able to get the groceries paid for, but it wasn't because I wanted to leave my job. I had a great job as an educator. It was just that I saw an opportunity to do more than just get by. I saw an opportunity to get unstuck. And so the virtual summit came basically from that conversation of there are probably a lot of women and we work mostly with women. Of course, there's men too, who feel really stuck. They feel really stuck in a situation, in a job, in a career, in a path that they no longer feel that that's what they're called to do, but they're scared. They're scared to start something new. You both know how scary it is to go out there and so do scary. the damn thing. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. And you wonder, am I going to flop? Am I going to fail? And you know, what do I need to know? And we realize we actually have a powerhouse of, of people who have done the dang thing who have Mm -hmm. actually gone out, started a business, flopped on their face, gotten back up, went the wrong way, went in a new way and figured it out. And with all of the women who are presenting, I mean, you have Melanie and I, we have the two of you, we have a financial advisor, we have a woman in nonprofit, we have our social media manager. I know that I'm missing somebody else too. Nicole. So Nicole owns a small business. Yeah. Yes. And she opened it during the... I, I don't know if I can say it. She, the great pandemic of, of 2020. <laughs> so there are so many people who just went for it, even though the timing wasn't perfect and they have real life experience. And so this free yeah. event, it's totally free. I really want to mention that, that this is like a, just a gift to give yeah. to people who feel stuck. And it's, it's, it's a calling for us to be like, 
we know that what it's like, we know what it's mm-hmm. like to feel stuck and want not want to live that way. And we are called to share our experts, expert, expertise and our experiences with other people so right. that they can get unstuck and see mm-hmm. what's possible for them too. And so the details, nitty gritty details, you want to give them Mel? Cause I kind of got really passionate there and I, I can hand it over to you for, for the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So it's October 21st is going to be the live streamed event. So we're actually yeah. live streaming it. We do have a very small live audience that we're going to have for that interaction that day, but we're going to, we're going to be live streaming. So it doesn't matter where you're located in the country. You can participate. All you have to do is register. I know Laura and Amy will just drop that link into the show notes and we'll be plastering it all over our social media as well. So, and it's from one to four 30 Eastern time on the 21st. And, and like you said, we've got great topics all geared towards the things you need to know in order to actually launch and, and grow and scale and take that idea that you have and really begin to take those first steps because that's, that's truly it. People are afraid to take the first steps. And we want to be like, here, here you go. This is everything you need to know. Now it's up to you to just make that move. And we're here to guide you. Yes. Yeah. We're so excited and honored that you asked us to be part of this. I think it's incredible that you're offering this to people for free. So we cannot wait to be a part of it. Amy, before we let them go, because I know how busy they are, before we let them go, do you have any other questions for them or anything you'd like them to share? No, I, I mean, I just really hope that everybody takes advantage of this opportunity for this small business summit uh, coming up on the 21st. It is going to be incredible. Laura and I have been following Katie and Melanie for years and now working with them. It's been a privilege to work with them and get all of the goodies and information and guidance that they've given us. And like the fact that they're doing this for limitless number of people, I mean, you have to take up this opportunity and just tune in. It's going to be incredible. And it's been, you know, they have literally helped us like get our social media for our firm off the ground. And so we know, you know, how you can help other people. So tell people where they can find you, what platforms, you know, just share all of your information so everybody can go find you. Awesome. Yeah, we will. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, Laura, if you don't mind, we'll put it in the show notes, but um, at Chic Influencer on Instagram and then at Melanie Mitro and then at Katie, K-A-T-Y underscore Ursta, U-R-S-T-A. Yeah. And chicinfluencer.com. So you can find us. Oh, yeah. Um, website. Yeah. Chic. And we have a podcast. We have we do. The, the Make Chic Happen <laughs> podcast. You can tune in. If you, want, if you want social media advice, come on over every Thursday. A new episode drops on the Make Chic Happen podcast too. Well, yep. thank you, Katie and Melanie, for sharing your thank tips you. with us today. It's been so helpful and we know that it will help our audience. Um, we're so grateful. And thank you everybody for listening today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.